Good morning, everybody. We've got a higher trade in the grain markets on Tuesday morning. As of the 745 pause in trading, September corn futures up two cents at 330 and three quarters. August soybeans up two and a quarter at 876 and a quarter. September Chicago wheat up four and three quarters at 529 and a half. September Kansas City wheat up six at 455. September spring wheat up four cents at 522 and three quarters. U.S. corn and soybean conditions declined last week. This was mostly expected. Start off with the corn. The U.S. corn crop is rated 69% good to excellent, down from 71 last week, and uh, still above the 68% average. Declines were noted in North Dakota, Nebraska, Colorado, Texas, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. The corn crop is 29% silking versus 10% last week and 32 on average. So, despite the decline, we're still running just a point ahead of, of average here. Um, still a, a, a pretty good rating. Not a, not a fantastic rating, not a bad rating by any means. We're, we're pretty close to an average rating for corn. U.S. soybean conditions, uh, 68% good to excellent, down from 71 last week, still ahead of the 63% average. Declines in the beans uh, noted in North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, and North Carolina. The bean crop is 48% blooming nationally, up from 31 last week and 40 on average. 11% of the crop setting pods up from two last week and 10 on average. U.S. Winter wheat harvest, 68% complete, up from 56 last week, uh, just ahead of the 66% average. Uh, Some states uh, nearing completion or totally complete, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, and Arkansas, either complete or near completion. States in the Northwest are dragging down the national average. The spring wheat crop is rated 68% good to excellent, down from 70 last week, um, still ahead of the 66% average. That crop, uh, spring wheat, 80% headed versus 63 last week and 85 on average. China imported a a huge amount of soybeans from Brazil in June. Monthly imports of 11.6 million metric tons were up 71% from the same month last year and up 19% from May. Chinese crushers saw an opportunity to buy cheap Brazilian beans while crush margins were very good. Uh, Crushers in China are now sitting on some very large inventories of soybeans. That's something that could hurt uh, demand for U.S. beans potentially in the months to come. The U.S. has rejected China's claim to offshore resources in most of the South China Sea. Um, This decision uh, from the U.S. was immediately followed by criticism from China, perhaps increasing U.S.-China tensions, which is, of course, uh, the last thing we need. Uh, This is what Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said. We are making clear Beijing's claims to offshore resources across most of the South China Sea are completely unlawful, as it's a campaign of bullying to control them. The world will not allow Beijing to treat the South China Sea as its maritime empire. Uh, The South China Sea has a whole bunch of untapped crude oil and natural gas uh, reserves, and uh, that's the issue here, of course. So China probably not happy about this. Um, I I don't know if that's why the stock market sold off late yesterday, but um, the sell-off came around the same time that that headline was printed. Larry Kudlow, who's a White House advisor, said that the U.S. is still engaging the U.S.-China trade deal. Uh, He said that President Trump is not in a good mood about China because of the virus, issues in Hong Kong, other factors. Still, Kudlow spoke optimistically about the deal. He said, we are still engaging on the phase one trade deal. I think that's an important point. We are still engaging there. Now, in terms of of what is actually going on, uh, China is not even remotely close to the pace needed to hit the phase one purchase targets this year. As a matter of fact, it is it really looks to me like China's exhibiting little to no effort to hit this target. They're buying U.S. products when U.S. products are competitive, and that's been 
really the only story here. They're not going above and beyond. I don't think they're making any any real uh, attempt to actually hit that target, which at this point seems almost impossible given the uh, the tally of purchases that we've seen so far. I sent some charts out to my customers this morning about years in the corn market that have been contra-seasonal in nature. And uh, to this point, I, I may make the argument that 2020 has been a contra-seasonal year. You know, most years uh, on a seasonal basis, you'll see some strength, a sideways to even higher trade during the first, say, five months of the year, even six months of the year. And, and the market will build some weather premium ahead of planting. You'll see some better prices. And then around this time of year is when your seasonal sell-off begins typically, you know, mid-June to, to mid-July sometime. And, and then you'll sell off into harvest. Well, there have been years in the past, and we haven't seen one recently where the market has traded contra seasonally. And this year I'd argue that we've been contra seasonal to this point given that we really trended lower from January all the way through late June and then we saw this little pop here uh, during the last couple of weeks and then subsequent sell off but Go look at a, uh, a corn chart from December 2011, December 2010, December 2009. Those are all years that we had late season rallies. In 2011, we had a rally that ran all through the month of August. In 2010, we rallied from uh, July all the way through harvest, basically. And in 2009, uh, we had a rally that started in, in I think, September and ran uh, through the month of October. So there is some precedent for a, uh, a late season rally. I don't. What I don't want you to think is that... Um, you know, we've it's it's now mid July. We've got a decent looking weather forecast. The market has no chance to go up ever again. That's not the case. I know that's been the case the last several years, but this year is not the last several years for a number of reasons. Cattle market was mixed yesterday. August live cattle were down thirty five cents. October down thirty seven cents. Um, market has futures at least have acted a little bit better. Um, we need to see retail beef come down and stimulate some demand there. The box beef market has certainly come down. Outside markets, the uh, it, uh, stock market was higher earlier. The S&P is now uh, down 10 points. The Dow's flat. Bonds are up almost a full handle. U.S. dollars about unchanged. Crude oil down 84 cents at 39.25. And the August WTI gold's down about 10 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. If you are looking for a simplified approach to your grain marketing, check out my subscription service. It's $49 a month. You'll know when, how, and specifically I'm selling uh, cash grain throughout the year. Everyone have a great day. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.